Hey friend, welcome to The Ashley O Show. I'm your host, Ashley O'Connor. I'm a registered nurse turned health coach, and I am on a mission to keep people out of the hospital and into healthier lives than they ever thought possible. How? By getting back to the basics, prioritizing mental health, ditching diet culture, and repairing our relationships with food, fitness, and our bodies. Expect unfiltered, unapologetic, and unsugarcoated conversations about building lives, careers, bodies, and minds that are stronger than we could have imagined. The truth is, I don't have it all figured out, but I plan on spending my life searching for answers to the most important questions. This podcast is all about bringing you along for that ride. Now let's go chase some uncertainty. What is up, guys? Welcome back to The Ashley O Show. So today I want to talk about a topic that has been in my notes forever, that has been on my mind for weeks now, and it recently came up in one of our group coaching calls in the homecoming program as well. We are now in our third week. I've already seen the most incredible growth in each of the women that are in there. Like I'm so proud of what we've built already in three weeks. I can't wait for the next round. I can't wait to see how we grow. It's It's been so amazing. But this topic felt so close to home that I thought it might be helpful for all of you guys to hear as well. And this actually first came up for me as I was working on my own relationship with food and figuring out what I actually liked and didn't like versus like what diet culture had taught me to value versus devalue, like the good and the bad, all these labels that we put on food. It had essentially messed up any real relationship I could have to the food. So there was a period of time where I was like rebuilding and figuring out what I as a person actually enjoyed and did not enjoy. And in that journey, I figured out how to start to ask for what I wanted when it came to what plate I wanted and what foods actually I didn't like or what version of a food didn't taste good to me and started vocalizing that. And in that vocalization, I started to get interesting pushback that I brushed off as normal for a really long time until I really started to think about it. So for example, little things like over time I learned that I really did not like the taste of bruised pieces of avocado. Like once it sat in the fridge for a little while and it's um, started to brown or whether there's like bruised pieces in general, like there's certain soft spots on an avocado. I learned over time that I really did not like the taste of that part of the avocado. I really like fresh avocado. I think it's delicious, but I didn't like the bruised parts or the parts that had started to brown because I felt like it changed the flavor quite a bit. And so in the morning, we typically always have the same (laughs) breakfast for the most part, which is like bread. And then we put avocado, everything bagel, arugula, and egg. It's like the most basic breakfast (laughs) you could ask for. But when I'm putting avocado on my own piece of toast, I always went around the bruised pieces. Whereas in the past, I would have just sucked it up and kind of dealt with it. Uh, I, I started to actually work around them. And for my husband, he actually doesn't mind the flavor of that browning avocado. Like It doesn't seem to bother him at all. So he'll eat it. No problem. But because I started to really pick around it, and I do this with other things too, where I would like, no, I actually don't like cooked peppers. No, I don't like this. Actually, I really like this, etc. He started to use this label that I was a princess when it came to food. And this is something that we've talked about since and resolved. But while this may not seem like a big deal at all, it ripples that impact, that label, 
Because what it implies about a person, and this is not just somebody calling someone a princess. There are so many labels that people use when people have food preferences. And that's the example that I want to really talk about today is when you have a food preference or if you just don't like something as you learn to call out what you want to have for dinner and what you don't want to have for dinner. Oftentimes these labels get placed, especially on women, that they're being a princess, that they're being high maintenance, that they're picky. When in reality, this is us finally finding our voice and starting to ask for what we want. And it goes way beyond food preferences. So as these labels get placed on us and we start to internalize the idea that we're being difficult, that we're high maintenance, that we're being a princess, which has its own implications, we start to bend and conform to what other people around us want instead of leaning into the idea that we want to start to ask for what we actually want to express our own preferences to get to know ourselves and heal that relationship with food. So while calling someone a princess for their food preferences might sound completely innocuous and typically it's not done out of a place of being mean or malicious in any way, I just want us to consider how it can ripple into the rest of our lives. Because for a lot of us, and this happened for me, my being able to speak up for what I actually preferred, what I actually wanted, started with something as simple as food. It's also how I learned to get to know myself a little bit more. It started with those easy, safe options like what do I actually like to eat and what don't I like? And being able to make decisions started with food. I struggled with decision paralysis for a long time. I really struggled to make any decisions and I would always just bend to the will of whoever was around me because it was easier than trying to figure out what I actually wanted. So building that muscle of being able to learn how to make better decisions started with food as well, because it's a safe place where I could say, no, I don't want that for dinner. I want this for dinner. So the simple act of asking for what I actually wanted at mealtime rippled out into my ability to make decisions, my ability to set boundaries, my ability to get to know myself, my ability to actually call out what I needed in life. So the labels of princess or picky or difficult or high maintenance don't just mean that I'm going to deal with it and eat the bruised avocado. It means that I'm going to get quieter in all those other areas as well. It means I'm going to retreat back to the most recent habits that I had, which was an inability to make decisions that I just bent to the will of those around me and an inability to set clear boundaries, having no idea who I was as a person having no idea what I actually liked and didn't like because of the toxic nature of diet culture and what it had done to my food preferences over the years. It just means that all of that goes backwards. And I know, I know that you're probably listening and like, dude, this is about avocados, like calm down. This is not that big of a deal. But it's these little things that we ignore that add up to keep us down as women. I I really think that. I really believe that the little pieces of stop being so picky, stop being so difficult, just deal with it. These little labels that are constantly thrown our way, don't be dramatic, don't be emotional. We just constantly get told to stop being who we are, especially as we start to discover that and start to step out of the box, start to push against those labels and boundaries that are set on us. The moment we start to push back is when we start to get this these labels, these attacks, these accusations, these demands. 
And I think it starts with simple things like food. And so I truly believe that we have to start pushing back. You are allowed to know what you like. You are allowed to call out what you prefer. You are allowed to ask for what you want. And it starts with simple things. So think of this as an easy way to practice the skill. If you feel like you can't ask for what you want at all, if you're starting at square one, start with food. Practice asking for what you actually want for dinner. Practice ordering what you actually want off of a menu, not what everyone else around you is doing from fear of judgment. Start vocalizing what your food preferences or intolerances actually are at a party instead of not saying anything because you don't want it to be more difficult for your host. Like, Start with those small things with food. And I promise the impact will extend into so many other areas of your life. By starting to ask for what we want on a plate, we normalize the idea that we can do so. So then we can ask for what we want in relationships. We can ask for what we want in business, in our careers, in our families. It starts with little things, but we have to be able to push back against the labels that will inevitably be placed on us. You are not a princess for knowing what you want. You are not being difficult for asking for what you actually like, even if it seems silly for those around you, even if it's about the browned avocado. Honestly, when I wrote this idea down, I was like, dude, they're going to, this is a stretch. They are going <laughs> to be like, what, what are you talking about, Ashley? But this started, this is how it started for me. I got this label over and over and I started to just deal with it and started to take the plate that I didn't want. And I just kind of struggled through the meal because I don't like how it tastes. And then one day I was like, wait, this is ridiculous. I'm not being a princess. I actually hate that label with a passion. People use it so often on women. How often do you hear people use the same version on men? I don't hear it very often. Not nearly as often as we put those kinds of labels on women being a princess. If anything, men are often called kings, which is just another whole conversation, but just gets me so fired up. But this also, the other piece here that this was doing for me is that it was impacting and getting in the way of my own relationship with food as I was rebuilding. Because the core piece of healing our relationship with food is about listening to our bodies And that's about being able to express what you're craving, to express what you like and don't like, to express what you need, to express what your body is asking for. It's about tuning in and listening to your intuition when it comes to food. And these labels and the fear of being difficult prevent us from actually listening to our bodies, which gets in the way of that healing. So this is what I mean. It starts with an avocado. It starts with a label, but it ripples. So here's the deal. Here's what I would love for you to take away from this example. You are not being difficult for asking for what you want. In fact, you might be making somebody else's life a little bit more difficult, but that's only because you are not just bending to their will. It's because you are asking for your own needs and advocating for yourself, which is harder to deal with than if somebody just does whatever you want, right? Like free will makes things more difficult. But I want you to lean in to the idea that you are a grown ass woman who deserves to ask for what you want. Start with the easy places. Start with the simple stuff. 
pick the better looking plate instead of just automatically giving that to somebody else. Start advocating for yourself on your plate and you'll start advocating for yourself everywhere else in your life. So speak up, ask for what you want and start picking the better plate. Thank you so much for allowing me to take up a little bit of your brain space today. Like seriously, it means the world to me. If you connected with this episode, it would be amazing if you could share it with your friends and tag me at Ashley O Show so that I can personally thank you. That way, we can build an army of badass women who believe in themselves that will take the world by storm. I cannot wait to see what we make possible.